Hello, I'm Father Joe Roche of the Marian Fathers of the Immaculate Conception. Thank you for joining us as we continue our journey of reading The Mystical Temple of God by St. Stanislaus of Jesus and Mary Papchinsky from beginning to end. Today, we take up from where we left off, beginning with Chapter 9, Part 2, pages 605 through 607. Chapter 9, The Ornaments of the Mystical Temple, Part 2. I was afraid, he said, because I was naked. Genesis 3.10 We too were naked, yet God has clothed his temples with the most noble and splendid coverings, those natural and supernatural gifts, namely the virtues. Of these, indeed, the theological virtues are preeminent, since without them eternal salvation cannot be obtained. So they can deservedly and in a proper sense be called the robes of salvation. For without faith, it is impossible to please God. That's from Hebrews 11, 6. And hope does not disappoint. That's from Roman chapter 5, verse 5. Charity, finally, takes possession of God. Only in our present lives are we adorned by the former virtues, that is, faith and hope, but we shall retain the splendor of charity also as the blessed in heaven. For that reason, the apostle of charity, who wished to be cut off from Christ for his brothers, recommends no ornament more than charity to his Corinthians, indeed to all Christians, and he portrays it in his holy, flourishing style of writing in this way. If I speak with the tongues of men and of angels and do not have charity, I have become as sounding brass or a tinkling cymbal. That's 1 Corinthians chapter 13, verse 1. The Corinthians abounded in brass, and he wished them to abound in charity. And he compared the man who lacks charity to sounding brass and a tinkling cymbal. These they had before their eyes. He continues, And if I should have prophecy and should know all mysteries and possess all knowledge, if I should have all faith that I could remove mountains and do not have charity, I am nothing. If I should distribute all my goods to feed the poor, and if I should deliver my body to be burned, and do not have charity, it profits me nothing. Charity is patient, is kind. Look, look at the colors of charity. Charity does not envy, does not deal perversely, is not puffed up, is not ambitious, does not seek her own, is not provoked to anger, thinks no evil, does not rejoice in inequity, but rejoices with the truth bears all things, believes all things, hopes all things, endures all things. That's from 1 Corinthians chapter 13, verses 2 through 7. How many ornaments of the mystical temple are expressed in the one image of charity? But we must also fasten our belts around our waists with chastity and by patience save our souls, and become known for our modesty, 
and be exalted for our humility. Although it may appear despicable and incompatible with magnificence, yet a certain person spoke very well and most truly about it in a biography of Ferdinand, the most devout and brave Roman emperor. There is, he says, a humility in Christians which does not dishonor majesty, but adorns it. I do not expound prudence, justice, temperance, and fortitude at this point, first because they regard more civil life than mystical doctrine, unless they are understood in a certain non-philosophical manner, second because they will shine forth in the mystical lampstand in the next chapter, and also because they are almost all found together with solid virtue. Macarius teaches thus, Know this, beloved, that all the virtues are connected among themselves. For just as in a spiritual chain one link depends upon another, prayer upon love, love upon joy, joy upon mildness, mildness upon humility, humility upon obedience, obedience upon hope, hope upon faith, faith upon hearing, hearing upon openness. Just so, in the opposite direction, vices are dependent one upon another, hatred upon anger, anger upon pride, pride upon vainglory, vainglory upon unfaithfulness, unfaithfulness upon hardness of heart, hardness of heart upon neglect, neglect upon sloth, sloth upon laziness, laziness upon impatience, impatience upon pleasure, and so on, with the remaining mutually dependent monstrous vices. Thus all the virtues, for the most part, come and depend reciprocally upon each other. That's from his homily number 40. But these ornaments also relate to love, the priest. For unless the virtues are practiced from the love of God, they have no merit before God. Love endows them with value and splendor, just as they do so for the mystical temple. Since St. Bernard has been speaking in this chapter about the virtues that Adam, the first man, had received in the homily that St. Stanislas has been quoting, he then speaks about a consequence of the original sin, the fear that enters Adam's heart when he realizes that he is naked. St. Stanislaus states that we too were born naked, but God has clothed our mystical temples with wonderful coverings, the natural and the supernatural virtues. At baptism, we received the great gift of the theological virtues, faith, hope, and love. We cannot get to heaven without them, so he calls them the robes of salvation. Faith and hope uh, serve us only in this life. Love or charity will be retained by us even in heaven. St. Paul tells us that we must be adorned with love. All of the other divine gifts are useless if we do not have love. He quotes from St. Paul uh, extensively, St. Stanislaus does, to show the value of love in our spiritual lives. And he also recommends uh, chastity, patience, modesty, and humility. Uh, The virtues that are connected with the civil life, prudence, justice, temperance, and fortitude, 
are mentioned but not developed or uh, delved into here. Uh, he's going to touch on them in a future chapter. And he quotes an Egyptian father, Macarius, who links all the virtues together. We want to grow in the virtues, to live the virtuous life. That's the life that the saints lived. And we want to overcome the vices, the bad habits, the sinful habits that we can fall into. Please follow or subscribe to this podcast to receive the latest episodes and updates. If you have been blessed by this podcast, I invite you to leave a review. Reviews greatly improve our podcast ranking and will help spread this podcast to other people throughout the world. Thank you. I invite you to listen to more shows brought to you by the Marian Fathers of the Immaculate Conception. Join us daily for enriching spiritual content, which will help you on your journey with Jesus Christ. Simply visit divinemercyplus.org for a complete list of our shows. That's divinemercyplus.org. Are you a Marian helper? Join our Spiritual Benefit Society and start sharing in the graces of all the daily Masses, prayers, and good works of Marian priests and brothers all over the world. Sign-up is free and easy. Simply visit micprayers.org. That's micprayers.org. Thank you, and God bless you.